This week's episode is brought to you by Colt 45 and Bananas, Breakfast of Champions. Hey, what's going on? This is Tay, the former co-host of Keep It Basement with the Swings. I see the boy Swings done blew up without me. You are tuned in to Keep It Basement and keep it locked here. Yeah. More fire. Come on, man. I'm too Hollywood for this podcast. Yeah, I heard you tried to get bitches to the crib. That didn't work, obviously. And then your bum-ass intern, very unreliable and unprofessional. <laughs> <laughs> Keep it, keep it, Keep it basement here with the Sweens. Keep it basement podcast. Just keep it basement, man. You already know. 2017 Exotica Expedition in New Jersey. This is the podcast episode. Uh, did a couple interviews. Chilled there for a little bit. Uh, connected with some people. It was a good time. Brought my creepy cameraman Adam to the crew. And was only there one night. Should have did the other two. I never do. I had some stuff to do. I had a funeral to go to. Um, family, friends, stuff like that. And was really busy. Not that you guys care, but... Yeah, this was a good uh, episode. This was a good. These are good interviews. Um, good advice, relationship advice, good life advice, financial advice from porn stars, and just a ton of fun and uh, flirting and just connecting with people. Being on stage, Alexis Texas. I went on stage for the twerking contest, and I was right on stage taking pictures next to Alexis Texas. She was my first ever interview at Exotica, and it blew up, and it has over like a hundred thousand views. So check that out on my YouTube Kia Basement. I interviewed Jenna Hayes. She's retired from the game. I interviewed uh, Lisa Ann, so two legends off the bat I interviewed. Then I interviewed Harley Dean. She has good work. She does good work. She's an Abani porn star. Ebony? Abani? I can never say that right. Always a good time. Was really packed. I went on Friday night. There's this area to the right of the ex- in the expedition in Edison, New Jersey, where it was really packed, and I think they should fix that next year for the upcoming uh, Exoticas. Because there was some good name porn stars there. I think it was the ones who are, are solo, like who don't have any company backing them. Because they were like in this corner and it was really tight squeeze. And there was some big names over there like Riley Reed. Uh, that other girl with the nice ass. I forgot her name. I've uh, My mind went blank. Ah, uh, shit. What's her name? Her ass is amazing. A lot of black guys like her. And she's skinny, but she has a huge fatty. And just a couple other good porn stars were over there too. And it was just a tight squeeze over there. People really freaking love Abella Danger and Riley Reed. The lines were long. And Lisa Ann, they like the legends, too. And, like, Alexis Texas, they like their core porn stars, and they like the newbies, too. Abella Danger was getting a ton of love. Didn't even get to interview her. I could have, but I didn't want to annoy people in the line like I do with Lisa Ann. There was, like, 100 people in the line, Lisa Ann. And I interviewed her, and people were, like, booing me. <laughs> yeah, there was just a ton of porn stars. There was some missing from last year. Uh, I don't know where they were. Maybe I couldn't find them, or they weren't there that time. 
but I went on like Friday around like seven or eight till the whole till the whole thing ended and uh yeah, well, I did some interviews. I could have done a lot more, but the freaking lines were long and then I couldn't come back, which sucked. I wish I'd done more interviews and got more content, got a lot more uh, interaction with the people. But it was still a good time, and it was still fun, and it was still great to uh, interview these people. So check it out. This is the Exotica 2017 podcast. Keep it basement. And what should we do for our first interview? Let's hit it with um, let's hit it with Jenna Hayes. We'll do the Jenna Hayes interview first. Jenna Hayes, she talks to me about uh, small penises, if she would date someone with a small penis, and connecting with the right person. And her words of wisdom to me pretty much is like to be honest and be authentic and be who you are because you'll find your dream girl if you're being who you are. You can't act. You can't do the pickup artist shit. You can't act like something you're not, like an arrogant asshole if you're a nice guy. And she seems nerdy. She's cool. Like in the interview, she didn't want to answer any naughty questions, any like disrespectful, uh, freaky questions, no sexual shit. She doesn't really do a lot of interviews. So I just asked her some basic stuff about relationship advice, life advice, financial advice, and just talk to her. And she's a good soul. She's cool. And she's been out of the game for six and a half years. And she's in college right now. And she takes like all these college classes. And she seems like an independent, well-educated uh, girl. And she like, has everything going for her, it seems. And her and Lisa Ann seem like a different breed from the other porn stars. Like, you don't joke. You don't like diss Lisa Ann or Jenna Hayes or come at them in like a sarcastic tone or like ask them anything too crazy. Unless they like like that shit. But you gotta you gotta feel the vibe. And with Jenna Hayes, she was like on she wasn't on edge, but she was like, I don't want no fuck shit. Like I don't want no interview where you're asking me certain shit about my vagina or sexual stuff and like trying to hit on me. So I just like let them set the tone and just went with it because they've been in the game for so long and they're legends. And I just wanted to hear what they had to say anyway. And I wasn't feeling too good that night. Like I was okay, but I was just in a vulnerable state with life. So I just let them control the interview and do what they did but with harley dean it seemed more like it was fun and flirty and she was younger because jenna hayes is like in her 30s lisa ann in her 40s i believe and they're they're milfs in the game they're legends in the game and i'll just let them do what they do and uh yeah she's they seem like they're smart with their money and jenna hayes pretty much told me every girl is different finding someone that you connect with it's like all different it all depends and timing is important so is the trajectory of your life's and that's real, like relationship talk. So yeah, check it out. This is Jenna Hayes, Kia Basement Podcast, Kia Basement Media, YouTube Kia Basement. I'm the Sweens, the host of the show. Check it. Yeah. Um, if he was talented in many other ways, yes, because I've had small guys that have been amazing, and I've had big guys that have been amazing. I think it's all about the connection more and um, how you guys mesh together. You know what I mean? How can a guy get any girl he wants? Like, how can he get the girl of his dreams? Um, be yourself. Like, I, literally just be yourself because you're never going to find the girl of your dreams or the person that you're supposed to be with if you aren't authentic. Authenticity is everything. Is honesty key? Oh, absolutely. I, I have a... I have such an aversion to liars. Like, honesty is number one. If someone lies to me, I'm like, done. How, um... How can, okay, how do you get out of the friend zone? Say if you're in the friend zone, you were a guy and you don't have much game and you like a girl, but you can't get her. That's not me, by the way. Hard one. Um, the friend zone thing is kind of kind of weird. I think that I think that with girls, like once you're a friend, you're a friend. You know, it's hard to, it's hard to cross over, you know? Without being rude, how do you ask a girl to come over for Netflix and chill, like just for sex? Um, I don't know because I don't do that. So I don't know. I've never Netflixed and chilled before. In the industry, during a scene, how do you politely tell someone that you're not into certain things? Um, well, I actually, I'm 
retired from performing. I've been retired for six and a half years. But when I was still performing, before I would work with someone, I would always go over the rules, what I like, what I don't like. But that was more at the beginning of my career because in my later years, I, I had like a roster, like I had like a stable of men. And they were like the, the men that I would always want to be with. So they knew me well enough and we'd work together enough that I wouldn't have to. Like. And talk about your college classes. How's it going? Um, my college classes are going great, actually. I'm about to finish uh, in the spring. I'll have my AA degree and then I'll be going on to get my BA. Right now I'm taking uh, statistics for behavioral research and a poetry class and actually just a yoga class for fun. So when It's a light semester because I'm touring. Final question, how do porn stars retire properly? Like how do they have like everything going for them when they get out of the industry like you're doing? Well, I think that you have to be really smart with your money. I think that you have to invest it well. Um, I just, I think a lot of girls think that it's going to last forever and they're going to keep going and they don't realize that someday you're going to want to stop. So they blow all their money and then they don't have anything. Um, but I was really smart. I got a really good CPA and, uh, you know, got locked down into 401ks and IRAs and all that stuff and set myself up pretty well, yeah. Uh, oh, one more question. How um, how can any guy turn a girl on? Like, what are the turn-ons for, like, a universal turn-on? Well, I think every girl is different. You know, every girl likes different things. So it just, it depends. It's all about finding someone, like I said, that you mesh with and that you connect with. Say you connect with someone and mesh with them well, but it doesn't work out. They were never meant to be. I guess if, it, if it's meant to be, it's meant to be, right? I mean, everything is important. Timing is important. Connection is important. Your guys' trajectory in life is important. Like, there's so many factors that come into play to make a relationship work. And this is Jenna Hayes here at Keep Basement. Do you want to add any words of wisdom or anything on a positive note? Any words of wisdom? For, like, guys out there or girls out there or just people in general? Be honest and integrity is everything. Thank you so much. You just listened to the Jen Hayes interview at Exotica 2017. You can catch that on YouTube, too, at Keep It Basement at the Sweens. And now let's talk about um, Harley Dean. We both have hairless cats and anxiety, and we talk about hip-hop, connecting. I connected with her a lot. Um, I think I had a shot at the booty, actually. I don't want to mess it up now, but she's in L.A. anyway. I fucked up. She made a move on me, and I fucked it up. I couldn't hear properly, and... It was pretty funny and awkward on camera, but at the same time, she's a cool, she's a cool girl. I like her a lot, and she is very attractive, and I think I could vibe with her mentally and physically. You feel me? She works out a lot. She said guys can get out of the friend zone. Jenna Hayes said that guys can't get out of the friend zone, so that was interesting. And she has used online dating apps such as Tinder for no-strings-attached sex. And that's my problem. Like, I'm too nice of a guy to know when a girl's like, just wants to fuck and that's it. Like, I'm thinking, like, no girl wants to fuck. They all want boyfriends. So, like, Harley Dean would, like, literally want to fuck or suck me. And I would be, like, so stupid and be, like, try to be her bestie or something. But um, her favorite position is side doggy. And I, I know that one well. I like that one. That's a good one. And she masturbates a lot pretty much every day. And she's pretty chilled down to earth girl. And uh, cupping season roster. She says that guys have actually rejected her or not come over for sex. I say because they're nervous. I mean, how are you going to deny a porn star? Unless they're, like, nervous, they might get some type of disease. Not saying she has them, but maybe they're just, like, nervous because her body count could be higher than a regular girl or just the fact that they're retarded or drunk or on drugs or just nervous. I don't know. The Harley Dean interview, pretty classic stuff right here. Check this one out. Uh, one of my favorite interviews. I like this one because she was really cool. And um, when I was interviewing, I was just listening to her. She took the mic, and she had, like, she just had great body language. Like she was on, she, Her hand was on my shoulder, and she was just talking to me the whole time, and I just felt really comfortable and kind of forgot I was at Exotica interviewing a porn star. It was almost like 
I was just chilling at a party, hanging out with a girl. Even though some parties give me social anxiety, I just kind of felt like I was just chilling somewhere where I was happy and chilling with a hot girl. I really should have hung out with her after. Jesus Christ, maybe I didn't. I never told anyone. Mm-hmm. Keep it basement. Keep it basement here with Harley Dean. Uh, we're at Exotica 2017. What's up? Hey guys, how are you? A quick hip hop question. Do you like hip hop? And who are your favorite rappers right now? My favorite rappers, I would have to say Kendrick Lamar. Um. Asap Ferg, yeah, and um, Wale. What's your favorite song to strip to? So what? Favorite song to strip to? I would have to say dance, um, dance for <laughs> my voice, "Dance for You" by Beyonce. Gotcha. And what is the weirdest tweet you got from somebody? Do you really want to know? Kind of. The weirdest tweet. This is when I first started the industry. A fan tweeted like um, to all the other like industries like uh, browsers, Naughty America, that Harley Dean died in an accident today. And this fucking fan had a picture of a girl that looked like me laying on a morgue bed. So I got that in a tweet. So I, I had my agents calling me, freaking out. Like that was legit. That was that was the creepiest thing. And what's uh, your favorite position? I would have to say from the side. I like it from the side. Side doggy? Yeah, side doggy. And uh, when was the last time you masturbated? And do you think it's weird that people come here and see you and then they masturbate to you after uh, on their laptop? No, I don't think that's weird at all. You ever fantasize about like a hot girl that you saw? Like, you know, like you yeah, masturbate? Yeah, yeah. Um, when's the last time I masturbated? This morning. I masturbate every day. Really? Yeah. Now, do porn stars do certain exercises that like tighten the vagina? Um, you can. There's a lot of preferences. Kegels, every woman knows that. Um, just working out in general helps your, you know, our, our bodies. And even if you're just doing squats or you're lifting with dumbbells, you're working every muscle and you're, you're strengthening your body. You work out a lot? I do. Nice. Yeah. And uh, how can a guy get out of the friend zone? Um, well, you it just... away or no, you're just gone. No, I, I don't believe that. It just it depends on the situation. It depends on how you got in the friend zone in the first place. Gotcha. And if there's time for you to backpedal out of it. And uh, do you go on online dating like Bumble or Tinder? Um, I have, yeah. She's been on Bumble and Tinder. No, I haven't been on Bumble, but I've been on Tinder. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, yeah, like uh, like no strings attached. That's awesome. It's really hard. Is it, do you have a cuffing season roster ready for the winter? Like you're a porn star and a pretty looking girl, so do you have just like a list of guys are ready to go? How does that work out? Like, <laughs> no. Can you get laid on command? Um, no, actually, believe it or not. I've had some guys stand me up before. Really? Yeah. They probably were nervous. It, I don't know what it is, but hey, it happens. This is for my YouTube following of awkward people out there. How okay. can a guy with like anxiety be successful with women in dating and relationships and getting laid by hot women? Like, like he's really nervous and just like... Well, see, I want to be very, like, honest with this. Like, we're talking about a mental issue here. Yeah. So you, you would have to have the confidence in yourself to seek help um, with a doctor. I suffer from mental illness, and I, I see a doctor, and now I'm happy. And, anxiety and depression? Uh, anxiety, depression, and now I have the courage to be in front of you and yeah. to talk in front of a camera. So it's all about what you're willing to do to make yourself comfortable. Exercise definitely helps, because I do have anxiety as well, and I failed a lot with women in life and also succeeded. But uh, exercise tends it to does, help. It really does Xanax here and there, or wine. Right? Yeah. Life. Yeah. But uh, yeah, we're with Harley Dean. Do you have any anything else you want to talk about? Any words of wisdom? Any positive notes? 
or any secrets or beefs or whatever? Any. Um, just remember that it's only awkward if you make it awkward. Live life to the fullest. Um, we're not promised tomorrow. Um, and with everything that's going on, just remember that we are who we are at the end of the day. And we should all love each other. And it can happen. Just don't look the other way if there's trouble. Any, and another tip, any like freaky things you want to tell people? Like any freaky tips? Like sexual tips? Um, as in like, as in like what? Okay, so like there are... Getting a girl to have multiple orgasms, getting a yeah, girl to squirt, no, anything like that. Yeah, it's all about position. It's knowing your, your woman's body. The whole um, feel about not being able to deep throat is a lie. You have to like work your muscles and, and women can do it. So I think maybe we need to set up an interview together and we can talk some sex education. Yeah, it's a sex education interview. Yeah. And uh, coming to an end, uh, Harley Dean here, Keep It Basement. Also, how do you like? How do you get over an ex and do you think you could ever get an ex back? Um, how do you feel about oh this? Oh God. Fool me once, you know, shame on you, fool me twice. But there's, life is way too fucking short. There's way more many uh, fish in the sea. You, you, yeah, but there's always going to be that first love because you've had so many different emotions and feelings and laughs that not everyone can bring it to you. But yeah. you can't take that and try to put it in another pot because it's yeah. not going to fit. Definitely. Thank you for your time. Can I get You're a picture? Welcome. Yeah. Okay, cool. Can you take a Last but not least, the legendary MILF, Lisa Ann. Yeah, boy. Uh, Lisa Ann interview. This one's a great interview, too. She gave me a lot of time. Usually she doesn't give this many people that much time. We had a mutual acquaintance, comedian Nikki Paris. Shout out to my homie Nikki Paris, who's been on this show several times. He's been on my college radio show. Day one. A1. Day one. And he's been on my podcast. And he's been in the basement. He's like the trifecta over here. He's been on the show multiple times doing comedy segments, interviews, everything. Shout out to Nikki Paris for the hookup because I showed him a pit. I was like, yo, this is my man, man, Nikki Paris. And she was like, oh, I'm definitely going to interview you. And uh, I was like the first and maybe only interview she did at Exotica. I'm not sure, but I made her Snapchat and I got a lot of funny followers now. Yeah, a good interview with Lisa Ann. Talked about a bunch of stuff. Talked about the Raiders, Cowboys, Super Bowl predi predictions, uh, football talk. Talked about life advice, giving me relationship advice out of a recent relationship. Very embarrassing. She called me out on that shit. And I, I had to answer to Lisa Ann. What was I supposed to do? And I left it on there like a real person. I didn't cut out the interview. I didn't edit stuff out. Uh, but, and, you know, I would edit something out if it was real personal about somebody else. But if it's about me, you know, you live and you learn. Real recognize real. Weird recognize weird. Lisa Ann also talks about fake dick pics. She said I was a visionary and a legend. Nah, I'm kidding. But she said that I was doing the right things, not sending my real dick out on social media and getting nudes from girls and just sending fake dick pics in my phone. I even have it in my phone. It's called fake. It's an album. It's fake dick pics. And even girls I date and shit, they're like, why do you have fake dicks on your phone? And like, I'm like, you know, this might not work out, baby girl. So one day I'm going to have to keep these fake dick pics on my phone because I'm going to get nudes off Snapchat for it. And then they think I'm too much. We also talk about porn star beef. This could blow up if I wanted to, if, I'm a, if I bring that negative energy out there. But I'm, I'm a positive person. Mia Khalifa and uh, Lisa Ann. Not many people in the industry like Mia Khalifa. She's been getting shot at a lot. Not like physically with a gun, but like people are coming at her on social media just from her stupid tactics and weak porn videos. I don't think she fucks good. I think her porn suck, to be honest. There's always something that's boring or some shit. It's not real to me. And she just seems like immature and annoying as fuck. And she has her own show on Complex. Whatever. Nah, I ain't hating. Whatever. Respect to her. Not really respect, but congratulations on the show, I guess. 
a lot of people in the industry don't like you, though. If, you're, if there's a lot of people who don't like you, it's like you're either doing the right things or you're a big asshole. So who knows? But Lisa Ann's a legend in the game, and and she she she's like a she's like the foundation of porn, like the milf. You know, she she's like just running this past two decades, pretty much. She's a legend in the game. Like you can't fuck with Lisa Ann. Like you shouldn't have beef with Lisa Ann. I'm thinking right, and she's done her own thing in the media industry, and she's doing stuff on uh, radio, uh, satellite radio, just doing stuff in the media, knowing how to retire. She'd give him mad mad game, and uh, I was listening to one of the interviews back in the day of her, and she was saying some cool stuff, and that's why I talked about the fake dick pics. I also talked about how a lot of these women in porn are escorts. She said a lot of them are just fucking. They're not taking it seriously, and she never did that. She built her brand and did all that stuff like that. Talk about dating younger guys and stuff and everything like that and athletes. And uh, check it out. It's a good interview with Lisa Ann. Keep it basement. This is the Keep it Basement Podcast 2017 Exotica Experience with the Sweens. Thanks, y'all. Appreciate it. Love y'all. Keep, there's some questions for you. I got funny questions. Keep it basement here with... Um, Lisa Ann. I'm preview reading the questions right now, and I'm going to Snapchat this while he gives the fancy intro that y'all have for your show, because I'm really excited to be on it. Go ahead, do your thing. Uh, keep it basement here. I'm with the Swedes and Lisa Ann, and we have a mutual friend, comedian Nikki Paris. I just wanted to shout him out right away. Yo, Nikki, you're the best ever. You know this, I know this. Yes. And what's really funny is I wanted to tell you about how I heard you on the radio talk about fake dick pics and how guys never uh, get fake dick pics on the internet, but I've been doing that before you said that on the internet, on the radio. I would, you know, if I was going to send a dick pic, I wouldn't send the pathetic dick pics that I get sent to me. I wouldn't be showing that off. I'd go out there and find, like, a Johnny Sims dick yes. pic. Or a Mandingo dick pic. And I'd be like, that's my dick. Um, I don't think the dick pic is a lay down. Ladies don't really need to see the dick pic. We already know with one vagina, you can get as many dicks as you want. And now with direct message, we've opened up the floodgates of unnecessary, unwarranted, and unneeded dick pics. It's a problem, people. It's something that we should start a conversation about. Make a hashtag. Take it real serious. Have people get nuts on the internet about it. Blame people. You know, the life we live right now. And I got more questions. Um, How do you... Um I, also in the interview, you were talking about how a lot of the people in the porn industry are escorts now. Like, everyone fucks for money, and is that still the same case? It is the same case, and here's my grievance with it. It's hard for people to understand that I believe that when you're shooting a movie, you're making a product. And when you make a product, you're employing a lot of people. There's a director, there's an editor, there's there's a crew, there's a retailer, there's a distributor. You're keeping the mom and pop brick and mortar stores alive and open. So for me, the legal act of doing a scene was something I wanted to do. And the shortcut is to do privates and escort. Yeah, they make more money than they would doing a scene, and yeah, it's a lot less work than it would be doing a scene, but they don't get to get popular to go out on the road and fill strip clubs. They don't get to offer big money hosting because they're not as, they didn't work on their brand. I spent my whole time working on my brand, networking with my fans, being a part of something. Second part to that question, uh, what's a porn star's retirement plan? Like I see you do media, I see you do SiriusXM, uh, fantasy football radio. What is the retirement plan for a porn star to get out of the business? Um, I think most of the girls think they're going to marry a rich John. <laughs> I don't really know many girls that had a plan before me. It's one of those things that just, you know, I'm hoping to be a frontier and letting the girls know that you can provide yourself with a nice enough financial future that you could just do these trade shows four or five times a year, you know, do things here and there and, and get out. 
but not have a need. Take care of yourself, keep your expenses low, don't retire with debt, basics. Um, not to send shots, but there's been a lot of problems with Mia Khalifa in the industry, a lot of people have a problem with her. Do you understand what the problem is? don't but I think anytime a girl comes in and grabs fame and leaves and then does something totally different it throws people off what I don't like about her is she's just always shit talking and I'm just not a fan of this younger generation that feels they can get famous by being nasty about other people because we all have to want to do better we all have to want to find the positive in everything and uh, how do you get your ex back? Say if she's talking to a new guy already, is there any way to get an ex back? How bad did you lose this ex? Oh, it's, well, I guess I just recently lost her. How'd you lose her? Uh, I think my anxiety and being weird and not always taking her out on the right dates. And I think she already knew the new guy. This is embarrassing. Oh my God, this is a deep conversation we're having. Listen, communication is key. How long were you with her? Only four months, but I don't really date around a lot. Okay, well, four months isn't to be taken too seriously. You could probably peep her social media and find out if she's dating someone new. But in the future, Google a good date. Go online and watch a dating show. Ask your girlfriends what they like. So, okay, I, you take out you take out a lot of younger guys and stuff like that. How does a guy, say, with uh, anxiety issues, take out a uh, take out girls and be successful at it? product of your own mind and you have to balance that out so before you can date and do other things you got to find a way like I get anxiety before these shows because I'm like oh my gosh I'm gonna be late I'm gonna get over there I, this is gonna happen and then I stop myself and I say you know what you're here right now you're excited to be here this is a, this is a choice you're doing this, and you're gonna love it, and then I'm over it. And uh, it helps getting older. You won't be as anxious as you get older. Also, I recommend smoking weed. I get, I, I bug out when I smoke weed. But um, I, I am a Raiders fan, and they're not doing well. And you're a Cowboys fan, I know, and they're not doing well. They were uh, gonna be in the Super Bowl apparently, but what happened with our teams? Well, your Derek Carr injury slowed things down. I think all of the Zeke news this year has just been a distraction for the Cowboys in general. And it hasn't allowed them to game plan and start to really use their weapons in Des Bryant, Terrence Williams, Bryce Butler. Uh, we're still just using Zeke as long as we have him, and that's a bad outlook. All right, I got to let get this guy's photo before he cries. Can, I, um, can you Snapchat me? You want to do it like you? Bro! Yeah, this is the bro segment for all the bros out there. Just calling all the bros out there, helping y'all bros out. About to bro up on y'all. Yo, yo, keep it basement, Berber. Berber, Berber podcast. So tonight we're going to talk about a study shows attractive women may impact a man's desire to wear condoms. The hotter the girl, the less likely he'll wear a condom. New studies reveal also that water is wet. Condom use is an all-time low, like my life. Just kidding. But seriously, condoms use is lower among men who find their female sexual partner more attractive. In my personal opinion, I think there is peer pressure from attractive girls not to wear condoms because most women don't like condoms for whatever reasons, being it's less intimate sexually, the latex smell, and then having to give a blowjob after with that smell, and they don't like that taste in their mouth. And also, latex has a tendency to dry a woman's vagina up, I'm heard and told by some women. And also, they just don't like it. It hurts, and it's uncomfortable, and it's not as passionate, apparently. So I feel like guys are like, fuck it. I want to get laid, and I want to have sex, 
but she doesn't like condoms, so I won't use it and I'll risk it because she's hot as fuck and I won't care anyway if a little semen gets in her because she's probably on the pill like most girls. So that's their safe way. Like they're like, oh, he doesn't have STDs. She doesn't have STDs. Let's just f- have sex and he could either finish in me or pull out. And the guy's like, she's so hot, I'll do either. It doesn't matter anyway. I mean, right now I'm so horny and in the moment and had some beers in me. So whatever. And uh, yeah, that's what it is. That's what it comes down to, I believe. But it kind of gets scary because what if, what if that girl is doing that with every guy and she talks to multiple guys at once? That's rough. That is really rough. That would make me paranoid. If you find a good girl who's down with that, it's crazy though. You got to find a good girl because if she's having sex with you without a condom... She could be doing that with other guys as well. And even worse, if you have sex with a whore who has sex with so many guys frequently, that's scary. In the heat of the moment when both parties are horny, it's hard to think logically. Like, seriously. I know personally, once you go raw, it's hard to go back. It's like a drug. It's like raw sex is so much better than sex with a condom on. You wear the condom and it sucks. And it hurts. And your penis doesn't get as erect it. And when you're having sex with a, someone like a hot girl or someone you're into, interested in, like passionately about... You want to be on top of your game. You don't want to have a condom that hurts, that doesn't make you as hard, and doesn't feel as good. And also, you want to compliment her, her interests, and you want, you know, to compliment the woman. And you want to make the woman feel better. And if she doesn't like wearing condoms and doesn't, she's not used to wearing condoms, then you don't want to wear a condom because then it, it makes your sex game weaker because she's had experiences with guys who weren't wearing condoms and doing as she pleased. So if you're trying to please a girl and have her like you. You want to do what she wants, too, at the same time. And then you're like, holy shit, raw sex feels so good. And that's what happens. It's like a cycle. And what's scary is that you might do that from now on because the sex with no condom is so good. So then you'll start banging girls with no condoms. And they'll say they're on the pill and stuff like that. And you'll come in them. And next thing you know, you have a kid. You got to blame the first girlfriend who did that. That's the first girlfriend who did that to you. She went, You went raw, no condoms, and you were so used to it. <laughs> oh, man. It's tough out here in these streets. But uh, researchers found that obviously men who found women attractive had a greater desire to have sex with them. But while participants were more willing to have sex with attractive women, researchers found they were less inclined to use condoms when they do so. And men who consider themselves attractive also had a higher tendency to avoid condoms when having sex. That's interesting. That's why I always wear condoms. I don't think I'm attractive. I'm just kidding. But perhaps more interesting was the finding that men were still unlucky to wear condoms, even when they thought the woman was at a higher risk of STDs. Even when they thought that woman was a whore and probably has something, they were still not wearing a fucking condom. The researchers noted that this was surprising. Obviously, what the fuck? Why would you want to wake up with an STD or have to be your pee burn a couple days later? Are you kidding? Seeing as this past research, men have linked hot women with promiscuity and disease. Men have linked women with multiple guys like if they think they're really attractive and hot they think that she's having sex frequently and she could be have and she could have a disease and still they don't wear condoms this is insane you got to get lucky with a hot pretty girl who's been in relationships the whole time and doesn't have sex with multiple guys because hot women i learned are having sex i was talking to this one girl and she said the last time she had sex was like a month or two ago and she was phenomenally looking so it show, and it was with an ex-boyfriend. It shows, like, even the hot girls who aren't whores, they'll get laid. They'll constantly get laid. They'll have sex. They could get laid in a week later after you, a day later, an hour later. It's so easy for women to get laid out here. It's fucking pathetic to be a guy right now. But seeing as in the past research, they also talked about in the study that uh, 
they con- they contradicted their, these findings. One showed that men saw attractive women as less sexually risky when it comes to STDs. So it's all personal preference. Assuming that they took care of themselves more than attractive women. So some guys think like, oh, she's beautiful and hot and attractive and has a lot going for her. So she takes better care of herself and doesn't have STDs and she's clean. And on the other hand, there's guys who think all women are whores and they're like, oh, she's attractive and fucks all the time. So she's a whore, but let me not wear a condom anyway because she's so hot. I don't care. Pretty interesting. The diversity in these findings may may simply be a result of the fact that all men have different options on that matter and different perspectives. And also in these studies, which is interesting, I like this article, it's interesting. 65% of men use condoms regularly, according to the Center for Disease Control and Prevention. Despite the fact that the contraception has proven to be safe and effective, condom bias or people's negative associations and attitudes about condoms is often to blame. Individuals feel like the condoms are unpleasant and take away from the pleasure of sex. Despite the fact that this myth is proven wrong in a study, but I don't believe it. And they say they can they contribute to the loss of erection and other wanted issues. It's true they do they really do because if uh, from personal experience if you have sex with a girl and say you want to go multiple rounds and you, you you finish and then you're ready for round two, you need some time yeah but you could get it going because it's so good raw that you could get erection right again. But with a condom on that just takes away everything and you don't get as hard and it's terrible. It's like your soft penis is going in this vagina with a condom on and it's not working and she's like, oh, I gotta take the condom off do this and do that and you're just in a hole. But with no condom, it gets right back into the game, baby. I'm telling you, it does. But maybe it's a good thing that hot girl at the bar rejected you or me because she could have STDs from all the unprotected sex she's having because since no one wears condoms anyway. Another study also pointed out that condom sales were down for millennials because they spend too much time on the internet and phones. <laughs> That's the joke. But no, but really, people aren't using condoms as much anymore uh, in millennials. But I believe that nobody wears condoms these days. That's why. Another study also pointed out that condom sales were down for millennials. Because I believe no one wears condoms these days. That is why. People were kidding saying that is because they are always on their phone and always on the internet and on YouTube and they're not having sex. But um, you ever break up with a girl and think, I was actually, I don't know if I was actually in love with her or the pussy. That raw sex feels marvelous. That's why people don't wear condoms because they're so used to the raw sex when they're dating exclusively or dating with people. And they don't want to wear condoms because it doesn't feel good. And it's true. The heat of the moment, it's like less intimate. Even if it takes like two or 30 seconds to put a condom on, it's like more work and it's like not as passionate. And you put the condom on, it just like sucks. And it's just like terrible. I know some people who have sex and then when they're about to come, they put the condom on to come in the condom. 28-year-old female here. This is from Reddit. I was researching this and I just find this astounding. Oh, this is crazy. I have sex with three or four guys a week. Some of them old partners, some new. All know that I sleep around and assume most of them do too. Point is, no one's using condoms anymore. 98% of guys I sleep with just put it in. Put it in, baby. No questions asked. To be honest, I don't bring up condoms either. But what is the current trend of feeling like we're invincible or immune to any and all STDs and pregnancies? Several of my female friends who live in different states, might I add, can attest to this trend. Any thoughts? A lot of my friends aren't using condoms, like majority of them. Edit. And what about oral? If you're going to go down on someone without a condom, why not just go whole, whole hog and go raw anyway? Do people use condoms for casual oral too? Is that a thing? Pray for this girl. Pray for this girl. Pray for her. Jesus Christ. That is scary. That's why you wear condoms. I don't give a shit. That is why you wear condoms off the bat. If a girl's going to have sex with you on the first night without a condom, how many other people is she doing that to? She's not liking you for you. She's liking you for the dick 
and the connection that you had that was quick and it wasn't long. You didn't work for the pussy. You just got the pussy. So these girls are out here fucking like fucking hyenas and they're fucking all types of people, all types of walks of life, especially the Tinder, the Bumble, the fucking OK Cupid. You got bitches everywhere fucking wear the goddamn condom. Who cares if it's not as good? Fuck that bitch with the condom on or don't even fuck her at all. It's scary out here. It's a scary environment we live in. And that girl, the test to her stupidity. She could be burning. She, she's going to get burnt. Three or four fucking different guys a week with no fucking condom. Wake up, lady. Jesus fucking Christ. I will say, though, I think this generation, what fucks shit up is uh, insecurities and, con- and self- lack of confidence. I think it's hard for a guy to tell a hot girl, like, I don't, I want to wear a condom right now. Like, I've done it. And I've gotten fights. Girls roll their eyes at me, call me a pussy, live my life, Sweeney. I am fucking living my life. Just, I'm a bubble boy. I don't want to, I'm a fucking paranoid. I don't want to get shit from you. You never know. People lie these days. I mean, they're quick to dump you and they're quick, they're quick to get you and they're quick to dump you. What, what have you done with other guys? You know, what's your history? What's your whole facts report? I think we need whole facts reports. I think we need a database you can look online. Oh, so-and-so, Jill fucked this guy then. This guy here, he was an ex-convict, blah, 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 blah. She gave 500 blowjobs in her life. We need we need whole facts reports here. I think that's the, the situation of the future. We need whole facts reports. We need whole facts reports. I'm telling you to figure out where these girls are, who they're fucking, who they're sucking, and their whole facts history. I want to know these things. I always ask girls this. One of my friends, he banged like 50 girls, so he never tells like he never asks like what's your number to girls. I need to know numbers because my numbers aren't high. I want numbers because I'm honesty and I'm a communicator. And a lot of people these days are failing at this because their lack of inse- their insecurities and their lack of confidence. And also, people aren't wearing condoms either because their communication skills suck. Young people just don't have the communication skills. They could tweet, they could tweet, they could tweet, they could Facebook, they could go on Instagram and creep, they could like photos, they could comment, they could Snapchat, but they can't have a real heart-to-heart conversation with a girl they are seeing about wearing condoms and having safe, protected sex and knowing what she's on the pill, who she slept with, who she's talked to, old boyfriends, old girlfriends. And it's all about texting and short messages. No one could talk to you anymore. No one could communicate. It's really tough out here. And I give a lot of credit to the people who are in long-lasting relationships for many years and who are doing the right things. Bravo to you guys. Also, it's good to have fun, too, and get some blowjobs and stuff like that. This is the Keep It Basin Podcast here with the relationship segment. Shout out to everybody listening.